0: This is the Hidden the Ice podcast. I'm Jonah. And Nathan's coming and we have a special guest today. Special guest, why don't you say your first name? I'm Adam. Thanks for having me. Welcome. You're always welcome on. Fun fact, Adam has been on the podcast before and it is the most played episode we've ever had in 47 plays. Hey, Nathan. Hello. Hey, Adam. How are you doing today? I'm good, how are you? Good thanks. So during this podcast, we will talk about ex imagination and expectation, yes, reality. who performed as we hoped and who who didn't We'll be ranking them, but first it's time to hit the ice. okay so Adam me and Nathan both made lists on yeah. ranking or grading who did. Not just who did well, but who did who exceeded and who did not exceed our expectations. Yeah. And I want to hear your insight on them. All right. So for me, number thirty-one, I have the Devils. I just think they did not do well. They, I had them being in the Cup finals. I had them losing to the Avalanche. Really? But, yeah, I had them in the Easter. I had them as our Eastern champions, and well. Wow. Yeah, they had a very disappointing season. I just can't believe that they did this bad. Yeah. I'm so disappointed in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... My number 31's got to be Buffalo. I mean, you're taking a team... I'm going to pull up their roster. Last episode, we... Joan and I looked at the Atlantic Division in the season it had. Buffalo being in the Atlantic Division Mm -hmm. had a very good roster heading into the season. You know, I I very do believe that teams need to be balanced with older players and younger players, and Buffalo has that. They have bigger contracts, smaller contracts, and that's great. They balance offense, defense. Their goaltending might not be so great, but it can always get better. Mm-hmm. and the team just didn't perform. I don't care if it's because of injuries, coaching, goaltending, anything like that. If you're taking a team of Jack Eichel, Jeff Skinner, Rasmus Ristolainen, Rasmus Dalene, Yeah, and getting the eighth pick. I'm not happy. Yeah. That was well said by both of you. Now, for me at number 30, I have a team when I, I didn't have them doing well. I had them doing okay this year. I had them doing better last year. That's the San Jose Sharks. I just think to myself, you have such a good roster. How can you not get, yeah. like, how can you not do better? Yeah, you but they have, had, Go. yeah? They had, like, terrible goaltending this year. That is true. That's why I said in our business with Evan episode that maybe they sign Brain Holpi. But yeah, yeah, the goaltending stinks. But they also have incredible defense. Yeah, that's to true. help that goaltending. Yeah, their offense isn't that bad. I just don't know what went wrong this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. So my number thirty is the. New Jersey Devils. Now, I honestly just, obviously when they had Taylor Hall, I thought they would be a lot better. And you'll see yeah. when Arizona comes up that it's different because of that. Mm-hmm. But Washington, uh, sorry, excuse me, not Washington, New Jersey underperformed. And I believe due to the lack of play of Veterans such as PK Subban and others, Corey Schneider as well, the goalie. Yeah, yeah, but they, PK Subban like played terrible again. Yeah. like this year, they just couldn't put together a team that could stay healthy, and they're not short on talent with with two first year, first overall picks in three years. It's pretty crazy how they got nowhere. Yeah, they had an all first overall line. Oh, they could have. Yeah, they could have. Like, that's insane. I- I'm so shocked. Yep. For me, number 29, I have the Buffalo Sabres. I know you had them lower. And you made very good points, Nathan. I agree with a lot of what you said. But the reason I have them a bit higher is that not like we knew their goaltending wasn't going to suck my expectation was their goaltending and coaching would suck so in a way they kind of weren't that bad to my expectation but I expected them to be at least a contender so you kind of said how they have just a terrible goaltending and coaching I think we kind of expected that or at least I did I really the reason they're so low for me is because of their offense and defense yeah, they didn't play well together this year. Yeah, but Adam, I wanna ask you, with a team like Buffalo, what do you think went wrong? Like obviously they have really good players that can lead them to win. I don't I don't think it's just one thing that went wrong. I think it was like a lot of things, like their coaching, their goaltending, their offense, their defense, stuff like that. So you think they were snowballing, which is like when one problem turns into multiple. Yeah. I've never thought of that before. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, My 29th team is the San Jose Sharks. Uh, I don't know if anyone's mentioned this yet, but we are ranking this by tiers. So the teams that got buys in the playoffs are top eight and teams that didn't and teams that didn't even make the playoffs are bottom seven. But for the Sharks, they disappointed me. But I had a feeling that their run was over. Yeah, They had their chance to win a cup. And when Carlson got injured, he broke his hand. I was like, that's it. There's no way guys like Brent Burns, Mark Edward Vlasic, Martin Jones, Joe Thornton, and Patrick Marlowe in their old age. Marlowe ended up getting traded yeah. to the Penguins. But regardless, they, they they can't put that together. And I was relying on Carlson, and he got hurt, and that was the end of that. And they don't even have yeah. their first-round pick this year. But if I was them, I would have traded my pick, too. Yeah, probably. Uh, and I would like to mention, just on top of that, I think they have one of the oldest, if not the oldest rosters in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, the Kings mm-hmm. roster. Yeah, But at least they have some like young guys that can come up eventually. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, but they're not going to win now then if they only have old players. True. For me at number 28, I have the Anaheim Ducks. I really expected them to do better. Kind of the same situation as the Sharks. However, we did get a glimpse of failure last year. I think last year's disappointment was a lot worse. So, it's not like I expected them to be, like, a division winner. I just expected them to be a bit higher. But the reason they're this high already is because we kind of got a glimpse of their failure. It's not like we didn't know what we were getting. We knew they they might not be as good. Yeah. Yeah, number 28, I have the Detroit Red Wings. Look, I expected them to be, like, one of the teams at the bottom of the league. And, and they were. They were last, in fact. So I don't really have much to say about the Red Wings. I think their defense needs a lot of improvement. Yeah, and they don't really have a real starter. So that, for me, is two things they can improve on. Who's their goalie again? Jimmy Howard. They have, oh, yeah. like, Jimmy Howard. And... <laughs> And Calvin Pickard. trash, And Jonathan Burnley. Yeah, that's really cool. But I feel like... Yeah, you know, he's not, not He was never good. He, like, sucked on the leaves. Yeah. I just feel like a good... Yeah. Like, a team that's contending needs to have a real starter. And if Detroit wants to contend in the future, which I think they might five years down the line, they need to sort out a goaltender problem. Yeah, the fact that I yeah. didn't even know that second player was, just means they're that bad. And funny enough, I have them one spot higher at 27. You summed it up really well. But for me also, like, again, you said we knew what we were getting. We knew they were going to be a bad team. We didn't know they were going to be this bad. Yeah. Yeah. do you have a number 27, Nathan? Uh, number 27, I have the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah. I think John Gibson really kept them alive this season. And I just don't think their roster is well enough rounded. And obviously, your first line, or your first two lines, can't play the entire game. So I think they need to get some more depth. And I think they could look better. Yeah, well said. For me, at number 26, I have the Kings. And the reason I have them, even though they were terrible, we knew exactly what we were getting out of them. It wasn't a shock. I wasn't shocked when they sucked. You know, Ottawa's at 25, obviously, you know that now. I wasn't shocked at that either. We knew what we were getting. So they kind of, I wouldn't say they exceeded expectations, but they met them. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, so at number 26, I have the Senators. Meaning you have the Kings at 25. Yeah, meaning I do have the Kings at 25. I'll just explain both while I'm at it. Yeah. The Senators basically... I I knew they were going to be, or at least I thought they were going to be a bottom three team. Them, the Kings, and... Yeah, the Senators, the Kings, and the Red Wings. But the fact that Thomas Shabbat obviously played really well this season. And look, they had the second worst record in the league. But in my eyes, they did that without a goalie period. With, with all yeah, due respect true. to Craig Anderson and who else is in Ottawa? Basically, just Anderson. Yeah. Craig Anderson. With all due respect to Craig Anderson and Anders Nilsson, if you're going to count him, I do believe that the Senators might have the worst goal sending in the league. And I wasn't surprised when they gave up so many goals this season. And then for the Kings, I just thought the old core couldn't take them anywhere. But they found a way to stay out of the bottom three. And they just kept fighting and they didn't give up, regardless of how bad they were doing. Yeah, that was really well said. Now, for me, number 24, I have the Montreal Canadiens. Actually, you know what? No, I don't. I, I originally had them, but thinking about it now, I'll put them a spot higher. But I'll explain that after you say you're 24. I have the Minnesota Wild. I expected the Wild to suck. They did a bit better, but I—they are my least favorite roster in the of the competing teams of the twenty fourteen. Why? I—I don't know. They just don't have a true superstar. There, I don't think their team is built to be a playoff team. And I said this before. I really, really despise when teams try to contend with a bad roster. They basically say. They try and win a lot, and then they go on a stretch for losing. It might not be on purpose, but we've seen it in the past, you know. I feel like a couple years ago, in 2017, I think, Vancouver kind of did a similar thing. They were, like, winning some games, and then they were dropping. And, at least, I remember reading an article back then saying that they were dropping it on purpose to try and get a pick, yet still content to try and make the playoffs. I mean, that's a good mindset, I guess, like, Yeah, that's pretty smart. It's smart. I just really hate it. You're either contending or you're rebuilding. There's no in-between. And I feel like Minnesota is in-between. Yeah, good point. So, my 24 is actually the Edmonton Oilers. And I have one huge problem with Edmonton. And that is depth. You get to the third line, and it's players that, like, just... They rely way too heavy on their top two lines, involving McDavid, Drysaitel, and James Neal, and it doesn't work. You just can't do that. McDavid had a disappointing season in my books. It wasn't as good. I know he played less games, but it's just not. Edmonton doesn't have a plan B. It sounds kind of like rely on McDavid, Drysaitel. Like in my eyes, they need, they should have gotten a buy. And they weren't better than teams like the Golden Knights, the Stars, the Avalanche, or the Blues, which are all teams I think that the Oilers can be better than. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. For me, 23 have the Canadians, basically the same reason as the Wild, except they were clearly rebuilding before. And then when they experienced, I think the timeline was they were contending in 2016. They were the top of the East. 2017, they were, I think they sucked. They were in full rebuild mode. 2018 comes around and they have a bit of success. They finished, I think they finished fourth behind the leaps or like fifth or sixth. So they were almost in the playoffs. And then twenty 2019, 2020, they did better, you know? When I say 2016, I mean 16, 17, 18, or er, yeah. 16, 17, 17, 18, 18, 19. And then 2019, 2020, I think they were clearly contending, But then again, were they? Because their roster isn't great. I just think that they can really improve if they want to. They have a bit of money. They need a... Carey Price can't lead you to the cup. You need that star offenseman. I know, Nathan, you said that last episode. And I completely agree. Yeah. So... Sucks to say this, but 23rd, I have the Maple Leafs, my favorite team. Yeah, I'm a diehard fan, but how were the Leafs not better than the Flyers? Hmm. Like, yeah, well, this happens every year. They start off, like, decent, and then they just keep losing games after that. Yeah, I mean, win streaks are great, and hot starts of the season are great, but the final outcome is what really matters. Yeah, and Leafs can't really do that. It's it's just missing, you know. If we were able to if the Leafs were able to stay consistent as a team, if the team could stay consistent, I think we could go places. But being the eighth seed behind teams like the Flyers, Capitals, Lightning, Bruins, I'm not too mad about being behind teams like I don't know the Islanders. It just sucks. It's just not, I I don't feel that that's right. And I'm just, and I am pretty disappointed. Yeah, but Adam did mention something very smart. And that's probably the reason I have them high. So I'll get to that when we get there. But 22 for me, Nathan, you briefly mentioned this. The New York Islanders. Really for me, it's one word. inconsistency. If you've been a fan of this podcast for a while, you know I love consistency. I need consistency. In the Islanders, I remember, they were up and down. They were in the playoffs, out of the playoffs. Not in the race, in the race. Seven seed, nine seed. They were just all over the place. And I had them a lot higher, and they didn't really perform. Yeah, well said. So, number 22 out of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Another team I can't believe is higher than the Flyers. Some people could say that the Penguins kind of dynasty run, if you will, with two two championships recently and a third in 2009. It's coming to an end. The core is becoming too old and they're going to have to rebuild. This happened to the LA Kings who won two cups this decade. Their players just got too old, started to regress, and they could no longer play. But I feel like this year the Penguins still had it in them. With mix of younger guys like Jay Getzel or older guys like Sidney Crosby and the very, very solid goalie Matt Murray, I think they could have yeah, done. Yeah, they have a really good team. Yeah. I think it's just. Yeah. I, j- I felt that this year, if they wanted to contend again, I felt this year was the year.: Yeah. Now, for me at number 21, I have the Chicago Blackhawks. Look, it's not like I didn't know what I was going to get out of them. I knew perfectly well that they might not be as good. But still, like, they kind of exceeded. But I just thought that their roster is not that bad. Duncan Key, I mean, Jonathan Tate, Patrick Kane. You you, should, you basically have what the Oilers are trying to do, which is win with, like, one, with three good players. And the Oilers managed to do it, but why couldn't you? Yeah, but maybe they were just good on paper, like their team can't play well together or something. Yeah, but they have won two Stanley Cups together. Yeah, but I don't know. Good point. Yeah, both of you, very good points, if I do say so myself. At number 21, I have the Winnipeg Jets. I mean, we're starting to get into teams that didn't impress me but didn't disappoint me, and the Jets are pretty much that. You know, obviously, they're a really solid team, and I wanted them to make a deep playoff run. I believe they have a top three-goaltender in the league, Vesna Candidate, but it's just – I just – there are a lot of teams that I feel – have the hunger to win more than the Jets. By the way they play, by the effort they put in. For example, teams like, let's look at the West. Like Teams like the Avalanche, the Stars. You could even say the Bruins, who just grit and grind to the end and find small ways to win games. I just don't think the Jets have that. Maybe next year, but, yeah, no, no disappointment, and no, no uh, I'm not impressed. Yeah, I think that's a... Great point. That is a great point. And I have the Jets at 20, but just we're already 21 minutes in, and we haven't even gotten to our top 20. So I think we should speed it up a bit. Yeah. So basically for me with the Jets, I just think that, again, they're a bit inconsistent in that they have great depth. They just couldn't do it. I think they need to develop their defense a bit more. Yeah, well said. At number 20, I have the Predators. Another team didn't impress me, didn't disappoint. I don't have that much to say about the Predators. I would have liked to see Pecorina play a bit better, and I would have liked, yeah, he had. A... I, would, I would have liked to see Magic Shane step up a bit more, especially on the power play. Yeah. Yeah, number 19, I of the Calgary Flames. You were a conference, not a conference me, a division winner. I'm pretty sure you won the conference last year. How can you not do a bit better? Calgary, yeah. you're the 8th seed. How? But you disappointed me. You you were supposed to be amazing. You sucked. Come on, Calgary. <laughs> At number 19, I have the Blackhawks. I think they do have a very balanced roster with older guys that won the Cup like Patrick Kane and Jonathan Tays. And they still have younger guys like Alex Debrinkow and Dominic Kubalik, who was actually a rookie this year. And, you know, they mixed up their lines. They found ones that work and they just played well. They had a great win streak. Patrick Kane hit 1,000 points, so shout out to him for that. And Corey Crawford and Robin Leonard until the trade, day lo- trade deadline, excuse me. In net, they stood strong. They made saves and the team was consistent in my eyes. And they won enough games. And,. Now we're getting into teams that I'm slightly impressed with. Yeah. Now, for me, number 18, I have the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now, the reason I have them this high, yes, they had one of the most, if not the most, disappointing year. Adam, you said something. You said they always do that. They always start off good, and then they fall off. Yeah. And I think that's – Yeah, yeah they- they, they can't keep, like, they can't keep it up. They have no consistency. Yeah, and I think that is so true. It happens every year, and every year I try and deny it because I'm a Leafs fan, and I don't like giving my favorite team my least my least favorite quality, but I, I can't deny it anymore. We are inconsistent, but at least we know what we're getting. Yeah, well said. I, I agree with that. The team is kind of inconsistent, and I try to not I try to have no bias. And I'm just telling you, I think the team underperformed. At number 18, I have the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. I like the Canadians roster, but they're missing a star forward. If they could bring in a star forward, I, I would say watch out for the Canadians. With the three-headed monster of whoever the star forward is. Shea Weber, and Carey Price for offense-defense goalie. That could be kind of deadly while Shea Weber and Carey Price can still hold up and play well. Yeah. Anyway, the team had depth, and they performed. Do you guys think that they had a good year? I think they had a pretty solid year. I was slightly impressed by the Canadians. i got to briefly disagree. I... Yeah, but you made good points. But they're better three-headed monsters. Charlie McAvoy, Tukarask Rask, Patrice Bergeron, Austin Matthews, um, Morgan Riley, Frederick Anderson. Um, who else is there? Tarasenko, Petrangelo, Bennington, Stamkos, Hedman, Vasilevsky, or Kucherov, Hedman, Vasilevsky. No, like Tampa is my secondary team, but. That is terrifying. Like, so I just think you said a lot of true things, but I just think they're a better thing. Better teams. Yeah, I mean, well said on your part, but I'm not I'm not saying they're gonna win a cup, don't get me wrong. Yeah, you just said to watch out for them. Yeah. Yeah. For me at number 17, I have the Nashville Predators. I've been to Nashville. I went there last win- I went there last winter, so in December. They have a very nice stadium, and it's a pretty cool city. Um, the Titans game was on against my favorite NFL team, the New Orleans Saints. That was pretty cool. But regardless of that, what stuck out to me. is the amount of popularity there, there was no, not that many people were talking about the Predators, and they only have two major sports teams. One of them is not even Nashville. It's Tennessee. Well, I just think they weren't yeah. that popular this year because they were in the cup in twenty like sixteen or no twenty seventeen. They won the conference or the president's trophy in like twenty eighteen. I'm pretty sure they had such big highs. They won the division last year, and now they did this. I just think they very much underperformed. Yeah, yeah. I will say for purposes. I'm not going to get into it too much, but I do want to ask you, Jonah. And Adam, I don't know if you agree or disagree with me. Feel free to share. But it sounded to me like the Predators disappointed you a lot. How come they're above the other teams that you had below them? Great question, because I do need to respect they are like the sixth seed in the playoffs. They still did well, they just didn't do as well. So you were expecting you were expecting them to do correct, better. but then again, I mean they they would have been like sick. They are the sixth best team in the West. I expected them to be like top three.
1: Really? Yes. Yeah, I
0: respect that. So number seventeen, I have the Flames. I want to move along quickly. Um, oh, sorry to cut you off. Maybe not top three, but top four at least. Probably four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe. The Flames for me just didn't didn't really cut it. I'm not the biggest fan of David Riddick, the goalie there. I don't really know how you replace him. Maybe with like a Robin Leonard would be sick if you could, but I don't really know what they, what the Flames are missing. And I like their team, but with injuries and coaching changes, I think this should have been a. Like, I, I was happy with their season, but I want to put it out there that I think they could have done a bit better. Yeah. Now is the point yeah. where I start seeing some more talent, like the Pittsburgh Penguins are at number 16. What it comes down to me is I cannot believe they didn't get the buy over film. I'm in such disbelief, and I expected them to definitely be top four. Them, the Capitals, the Bruins, and the Lightning, I thought were going to be top four. And i were, I was pretty disappointed, but then again, they were top three in their or not top three, top five That's what I meant to say. Top three in their division, fifth in their conference. So yeah. not that bad. it's pretty good, but I expected better. They still was like, they still like had a pretty good yeah. Yeah. So at number sixteen, I have the Carolina Hurricanes. The Hurricanes impressed me last year and this year, and it seems to me like they're getting better and better. Their young guys that are developing more and more. And the team is just working together. They're passing a lot, from what I've seen. And they're creating chances. They only make the safe play and the smart play, and I'm a fan of that. Yeah. For me, for me, number six, and really, I did not expect a team with the second overall pick to do this well. So Rangers, my hats off to you. Yeah, well said. Fifteen, I have the Canucks. Um, the Canucks goaltenders were very, very solid this year. Better than I thought they do. For that reason, I have them at fifteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fourteen, I have the Arizona Coyotes. I remember how bad they used to be, and I remember... (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking, they're going to move to the Central, that's going to be such an easy division. It's not. It is the hardest division, statistically, and it will get even harder. And I was very impressed about Arizona this year. Yeah, number 14, I have the Florida Panthers. I've always loved Florida's offense, and obviously Sergei Wabrowski is a huge and great addition, but I didn't think their defense would do this well. Wabrowski didn't have the greatest statistical year after moving to a new team, but the defense played a big part in keeping his numbers relatively... Yeah. Yeah, that was really well said. Now, for me, at number 13, I have the Edmonton Oilers, You had them lower. I just think that we expected them to suck. You know, McDavid made some comments. And they really turned it up when they needed to. So, good job. 13, I have the Islanders. I. The Islanders impressed me, to say the least. I didn't think their team was actually good enough. I didn't think they had enough talent on their team to do well, especially on the defensive side. But they had so much depth and well-roundedness on defense. And for me, that, that's what kept them alive. Yeah, now for me at number 12, I have Carolina. I know you have the lower, but how does, it, how does a like, coach or a team that doesn't have that many big names do so well? I, they, they stump me every single year. Well, they have great chemistry, bro. That is true. They're clutch. They have a hunger to win. They're consistent. For me, that's all it comes down to. Yeah, number two, I have the Coyotes. This is kind of because they added Taylor Hall. Now, some people think this this was beneficial. Some people think it wasn't. But guys like Nick Schmaltz, I believe his name is, and some other players in Arizona, just turned it up a notch. Had breakout years, and... And they had a core, or at least like a tandem, of about eight to ten players that were all playing really well. Yeah, yeah. For me, and number eleven, I have Florida. Florida, you made big moves. You have a good team, and you did way better than I expected. And that, and due to time concerns, that's all I'm gonna say. Eleven, I have the Minnesota Wild. Uh, didn't expect them to do this well. You know, all of their forwards play well for me. Better than I thought they would. Yeah. Number 10, I have the Jackets. This, last year we made the story of the underdog about Carolina. This year, if we were to make it again, it would, I think it would be about Columbus. You lost your big four, Duchesne, Dzingel, Bobrovsky, and Panarin. It still did well. I don't know how, but he did it. Good job. Number two, for the New York Rangers. Artemi Benarin is such a team player, and he and he, he was so good for that team. I have to give him most of the credit. Yeah. But... Yeah, well, yeah. he's a great player, so... Yeah, but kind I didn't think expected. he could carry a team like that. And the three-headed goalie yeah. tandem, or monster in New York with Shesterkin, Gorgiev, and Lundqvist impressed me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing a podcast. Stop. Don't come in. Go. For me, number nine, I have Vancouver. I always say I think their team is both so well, and I really agree with myself. They were one of the worst teams, and they just turned it up. So, good job, Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah, well said. So, at number nine, I have the Columbus Blue Jackets. I just have the Blue Jackets with the lack of talent, losing four really good players, that they just couldn't have it anymore. But I credit Junos Corpusalo for just making it possible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he stepped up big time. For, for me, at number eight, Adam, I know you used to kind of like them, the Washington Capitals. Yeah. I, they did well, but I think they were carried a bit by OV, and they just didn't do as well as I thought compared to some of the other teams. Yeah. Yeah, so all of the teams in the top eight actually impressed me, but at number eight, I have to have the Boston Bruins. Look, obviously, they did, they did not disappoint me. Don't get me wrong. And winning the President's Trophy is obviously amazing, and only one team can do that. But mm-hmm. it, what kind of annoyed me was that their first line would just score so many goals, which is obviously amazing for them. And then, like, lines three and four didn't really show up and didn't really play well, but it didn't matter. And I feel that if they want to make a deep playoff run, All of the players on the team need to be involved and need to be playing well. Yeah, Yeah, that was well said. For me, at number seven, I have the St. Louis Blues. You won the Cup. Yay. And then I just feel like they didn't repeat their dominance. So, yeah, they did well. Probably best in the conference, but still St. Louis. Yeah, for me, at number seven is the Tampa Bay Lightning. They didn't really impress me nor disappoint me, so that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. For me, number six, I have the Boston Bruins. You kind of summed it up, but really, for me, you know, they just—they were not as consistent. Or sorry, no, the wrong team. Uh, actually, I'm gonna make a switch and put the Lightning at six because now that I think about it, I should. They weren't as consistent, and I was really disappointed by that. Yeah, well said. Yeah. At 6-7, the Capitals with the Lightning. And I feel like uh, their defense, the Capitals' defense, could play a bit more defense and just let OS can score the goals. Yeah, probably. Yeah, for me number five, I have Boston. You won the Presidents' Trophy, so that's why I kind of moved you up. But still, I was expecting a bit more. You need to develop a third, fourth, second, even line. Yeah, but they don't really need it.
1: Yeah, I know. But it's,
0: but your first line can't play the whole game. My yes. fear for them is one team comes, shuts down their first line, don't have another weapon, and then they're. Number five, so I have the St. Louis Blues. Coming off a cup victory, I was expecting a lot. And they gave me a lot. First in the conference, I'm slightly impressed with the Blues. But I just feel that they're – they score a lot of goals, both their offense and their defense. And Bennington is a great goal. He bases a lot of shots and turns down most of them. But from the highlights I've seen in the Blues games I've watched, I think the forwards could play more defense. Yeah. For me, number four, I have Vegas. You did better than I expected. I didn't really see you doing that. Well, you were kind of inconsistent, but then again, you lost in the first round this year. You got it by this year. Good job, Vegas. Yeah, so at number four, I have the Colorado Avalanche. I wanted to put them higher, but I really felt I couldn't. I had a strong feeling that they were going to perform well this year. Yeah, yeah they really do team. have a great team. I think their fourth line kind of slacks off a bit in their third defensive pair. So I think they could upgrade that. Otherwise, I don't have anything to say. Yeah, for me, number three, I have Dallas. Dallas, you really impressed me this year. I couldn't put you ahead of the two teams that I've left. Simply because I just thought I liked what they did better. And Dallas, you know what? I think we've talked about this. You were one of the most, if not the most, well-rounded teams. So, good job. Yeah, funny enough, I also have the Stars at number three. I agree with what you said. I love the makeup of the Stars team. I think it's super well-rounded. has an up-depth mix of older players, younger players. Mix of skill and grit and grind. And they did impress me this year. But what impressed me most is the goaltending. Ben Bishop was a brick wall in front of the net, and the backup, Anton Cadogan. In my eyes, was a top three backup in the league. Yeah. For me, number two, I have the Colorado Avalanche. I said this from the start. I said it will be a devil's Avalanche Stanley Cup final. Maybe it could be the Avalanche, definitely not the Devils, but the Avalanche, they really met my expectations and they exceeded them, if anything, so I'm really proud of them. And, of course, I kind of look really silly with the Devils, but thankfully, they did not make me look silly. Yeah, number two, I have the Vegas Golden Knights. As, the year, as we got further into the year, I started to realize how deep their offense is. And their goaltending is obviously great. I believe Marshall andre Flair is the best goalie in the league. But their defense yeah, could be a bit better or at least more well rounded. You know, you have guys like Derek Anglin, Shay Theodore, and the only like, younger ish player I can think of that's still relevant is Nate Schmidt. With all due respect to the defense in Vegas, I think they could make it a bit younger. Yeah. Now, for both of us at number one, we have Philly. For me, I had the worst in their respective division. Worst, one of the worst in their conference. The worst, the in their and they really, really turned it up. They got the yeah. prize. Their team isn't great. And I'm really impressed with that. Yeah. Yeah, they had an amazing season. Yeah, so I don't really know what there is to say about Philly. I can't believe they're better than teams like Pittsburgh and Toronto, to say the least. But, yeah. Adam, you you were our guest today. So, first of all, thank you so much for joining us. I hope.
1: Well, you know, thanks for I having me,
0: guys. No, you're, you're awesome. You know, there's a reason you have the most players. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I hope you're doing well. Okay. Thanks. Also, if anybody else that knows us, wants to be on, just reach out to us. We can hook you up. Subscribe if you like the podcast. And Everyone subscribe. What? Yeah, you heard it from the guest. Everyone subscribe. So, uh Thank you, yeah. Adam. I also recommend to everybody listening to write a review, tell us what you didn't like or liked. And Adam, last time we had a guest, we let him kind of, we gave him the outro and then he made his own. So, actually, what do you sorry, to to cut, you uh, sorry to cut you off. But there is one question that I will be asking or that Joan and I will be asking every guest that we have. And we've already done this with Evan and the question we're gonna ask you is who do you think will be on the cover of NHL twenty one? Um I think Nathan I McKinnon. Okay. Everybody's a McKinnon fan. Yeah, I just think he had a great year. He did. He did. So yeah, Adam, you can do an outro, and then we can do our outro. So, Adam, what's your outro gonna be? Um, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, yeah. Okay, thanks. All and right, let's hit the sign room, them off? or, in this case, stay at home.